Make You Happen podcast with Sanjay Desai. A podcast that will empower you in achieving everyday success. Hello friends. In the last episode, I shared about my encounter with Mark Krishnanangiri in 1992. Without calling herself a guru, she influenced my life over 15 years very silently, just through pointers and poses. She was not the one to believe in giving gyan or being preachy. She just left you to figure things out yourself, much like Zen masters many of us would have heard about. During the early 90s, a healing come spiritual practice, Reiki, was in vogue. As a newbie spiritual aspirant, I was into experimenting with everything, and so I also got trained into a couple of levels. The practice suited me and I found myself slipping into meditation and even in a state of thoughtlessness for a few moments. At times, I would have some brief visuals and miraculously they would appear in my real life like a deja vu. Small things like say an ice cream or even thinking about somebody and meeting that person as a rationalist, I ignored any such coincidence first. but i found it difficult to completely ignore them i then took this to ma and she said sanjay this is how we create our world i could not accept that she said that and inquired again she confirmed that yes you heard right you are experiencing the manifestation of your intent i argued that i can understand that philosophically Even Jay Krishnamurti says we are the world but how can one take it to be so literal it actually sounded quite outrageous to me but she challenged me you're supposed to be a highly educated professional why would you ignore what you experience and feel just because it is not accepted generally are you going to live your life just conforming with norms that are accepted by the majority now that stung as a krishnamurti reader i was keenly aware that we all get conditioned to behave in a certain manner right from childhood subconsciously we adopt our behavior from our parents teachers siblings and other authority figures because that brings us acceptance It is always pragmatic to follow the flow. We do what our friends do whether it's a matter of fashion, social behavior or even choosing a profession. Taking chances to go against our social flow is always rough and so we take the easy way out. Now Jay Krishnamurti says that it is such conditioning that is at the root of living an inauthentic life. Ma was thus giving me a dare. Are you just going to follow others or figure your own truth? I contested this vehemently. What you're saying, Ma, is challenging the whole way of living. You are implying that the whole world that I'm facing right now in the present is of my doing. Even having this discussion with you has come out of my intent. how can that be this is all a matter of coincidences i am living in this world that is a given to me 
Sanjay, you are being defensive, she argued. You are the one who sends this in small ways. Yet now you are asserting that life is just a matter of random coincidences. Sanjay, we do carry the power to create our own world. Is your experience not an important sign to at least consider exploring and experimenting consciously? She continued, At the bottom of our heart, we know that we are responsible for the world we face. If it is all coincidences, is there no power of the will? How is it that all through history, achievers have succeeded in making their reality with the force of their willpower? Every thought we have has the power to create and influence our reality. It is a matter of time, strength and sequence of the action. You may have to wait for your turn, for when your thoughts manifest. But that doesn't mean that they don't. Unfulfilled thoughts and desires stay with you and may become reality in other lives. They are your karma that you carry to future lives. Now this conversation had become quite unnerving to me. I did not find myself ready to accept so much power or carry such responsibility for the consequences of my thoughts. My immediate instinct was to ignore what she said. But in that rarefied atmosphere of the Himalayas, I could not just push it away. The prospect of creating one's reality from one's potential was too powerful to ignore. Moreover, she was not asking me to accept it blindly. She had a strong context to it and she was asking me to inquire and experiment. And so, I decided to give it a try. Now, what methodology do I adopt to experiment such a thing? There was none. I therefore decided to do what I was already doing. I meditated regularly and visualized my intent during meditation the best that I could. Now, during that period, I was facing headwinds in my career since I wanted to remain in Mumbai to facilitate Aarti, my wife, to set up her dental practice. This was going against the flow in a Citibank management career culture. I was feeling boxed in with my situation. It is difficult to accept low growth in a fast-moving place. Therefore, my perquisite of a home loan from the bank at negligible interest rates had been weighing me down subconsciously. Two events took place that changed my circumstances to lift me out. I don't know if I could attribute them directly to my meditation practice, but here is what happened. A. Aarti gave birth to our beautiful child Jagrat, and subsequently to everyone's surprise, she did not want to practice anymore, so that she could devote time to him. Consequently, I could become open to an overseas transfer, which would help me lighten myself from the dependence on the loan. Soon enough, I got an opportunity to move to City's associate subsidiary in Saudi Arabia. They wanted to set up a retail investment business. I was overjoyed. Mark Krishnanangiri, however, chided me. What's the need to go overseas just for money? It will come when it's time. I laughed and I told her that, Ma, you can't appreciate my subconscious pressures of a material life. When I went to Saudi Arabia, 
Instead of an investment business, they asked me to set up a retail insurance business, specifically in life insurance. Now, that is tricky in the kingdom. On the face of it, it goes against Islamic principles. But there was a huge social need. Uneducated families were left high and dry if the man of the house died. Some well-wishers had advised me not to take it up. But I was convinced about the social need and the government's support for it. Our challenge would be to do it in a form that is acceptable to Islamic principles. Inwardly, I felt that this could be a significant lab to test out the hypothesis of manifesting something in a challenging environment. The results for this took a long time. Everyone involved was very cautious and diligent. I continued my practice of meditation irrespective of hurdles on the way. It took four years, but we managed to officially launch a unique savings-linked insurance business regulated by Saudi Arabia's central bank, the first for the kingdom. It also became a breakthrough for Citibank. They took this model across the other Middle East countries. Now, this was obviously a success in a much larger context. Mark Krishnanagiri's words were ringing in my ears. You have the power to create your world and you are responsible for the world you face. My mind, of course, brought in doubts. The business got established because of the social need, government support and the bank's brand support. There were so many factors that came together with my intention. How do I conclude that manifesting one's intent really works? Once again, I was facing a dilemma over this. It was too impactful to ignore and I had missing connections that wouldn't tie it all together. So what next? The only way to get further confirmation would be to try my experiment without the umbrella of a brand over me. Would I take significant personal risks to go entrepreneurial to check this out? I was getting reminded of Sant Kabir's famous Doha. Jin ko ja tin paiya gehre pani pet main bapura budandara raha kinare bet The one who is ready to go to deep waters will find something at least but the one who fears drowning and stays ashore gets nothing Furthermore I also had Mars living example for a role model she had taken life risks to test out a hypothesis for faith or shraddha here i was an iron grad exity bank could i not take such risks taking risks to go entrepreneurial to exhaustively test out mars dictum seemed to be the only choice i had else i should be dropping my trials once again my dilemma got answered by a couple of external events it was dot com days and my mentor jerry rao set up emphasis becoming a technology entrepreneur after leaving citibank in a call with him he invited me to set up his incubation division with the idea of taking one of the incubating companies forward as my potential entrepreneurial journey next i flexed a technology subsidiary of city group got listed I had very few shares 
but sufficient to give me the courage to get back to India as an aspiring entrepreneur. I cannot miss the significant coincidences of events that took me to Saudi Arabia and brought me back to pursue entrepreneurship. Are events truly random? Or could we be inviting them to take us in a certain direction? In the next episode, I would like to share how my entrepreneurial journey shaped up, how that journey shaped me, and how I ended up setting up my current platform consciously. It's been great speaking with all of you. I'm looking forward to seeing you again next time. Bye. Make You Happen podcast with Sanjay Desai. A podcast that will empower you in achieving everyday success.